1: In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself,
0: what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com.
2: Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl a podcast for the modern-day Asian American woman.
1: My name is Mel I'm Janet. I'm Helen.
3: And I'm a dad. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I'm Philip.
1: So today is a very special episode, probably heavily anticipated for many of our listeners and definitely for Mel and myself. We finally have Helen back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Helen. You are now a mom. Oh my goodness. And this is your first time back on the mic after months. I know. Oh my gosh. Hello, everyone.
4: <laughs> it has been so long since y'all have heard my voice on this podcast. What up? Um, I am transitioning back on now, and I am a new person with a lot of new perspectives, Um, Like Janet said, I am a a new mom, a mom of a very happy and healthy and super cuddly little four and a half month old boy who is starting to laugh now. And he just learned how to roll over by himself. Um, And before we dive into this podcast, I just wanted to say hello. I have missed you all on this podcast. I've missed recording with you ladies. I've missed interacting with our listeners and I've missed like adult conversations because most of my day is just a lot of babble talk you know what i'm saying mm. so i am excited to be transitioning back on to work mode and just i'm excited to be back
3: the babble talks with me
2: yeah <laughs> oh that makes cuz
3: i've cuz i've been such a baby
2: and... <laughs> no digga do i heard helen say that so many times yeah, now yeah yeah
1: when oh, she's that's... joining our zoom meetings now sometimes it, there's a little bit of that in between
2: oh yeah I don't I don't <laughs> but honestly like we've missed you so much i feel like we only hear your voice when i hear the outro on our episode sometimes pre-recorded outros. But yeah, we missed you so much. Uh, Jan and I are obsessed with both your baby boy, both of yours. Yeah, I said it right, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I literally, I was telling Helen this. I pull up his videos and photos
1: every morning and I watch them like 10 times. He that's, just, not, that's not creepy. That's both. not creepy at all, right? No. <laughs> it's not creepy at all. No, but. we are most definitely like doting aunts. I of, know. Of They're the cutest life. aunties. You guys are <laughs> the best aunties.
2: I love him so much. You guys, I just can't. But also for this recording, we also brought in a special guest um, we are all familiar with by now. We have Philip. Well, I will never say that. We have Phil, <laughs> who is Helen's husband and... A baby daddy, and he will be sharing his perspective with us today too. Because today we'll be talking about their birthing story.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm very honored to be here. This is like definitely going to be a lot of Helen talking because the mother and woman have to do so much more (laughs) in the birthing process, clearly and obviously than the men. But uh, it was uh, amazing to witness, and I I, you know yeah definitely have a lot to share my perspective. But uh, here, just like. Every day I'm just here to support Aww. my wife.
4: You sound like such a tired dad.
3: <laughs> I am very tired. Am How very many tired. hours of
1: sleep are you going on right now?
3: Actually last night was, was a treat. Oh yeah, a treat. it was a treat. We had like I think like six hours straight.
2: Did we? You did. Well, I did,
3: I did, yeah. Boy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm very excited to kind of relive this moment with you guys because honestly, I was glued to my phone waiting for
1: updates. Actually, from Phil, I
2: was like, "Oh my god, what like I was like, what's going yeah. on?" For so, context,
1: we do have a group text going on for our LA crew, and we we knew your due date, but yeah. we also knew that the baby could come at any time. So mm-hmm. we got a text from Phil yeah. that started everything. Yes,
2: I don't so,
3: even, I don't even remember what did yeah. I what did I text?
1: <laughs> You're like.
2: Everyone, Helen's in labor right now. Oh my blah, blah, blah. God. And then I think because Helen also texted Janet and myself separately, and she's like, oh shit. So, well, we'll, we'll actually, we're going to walk through that experience. Yeah. So, Helen, like, just, yeah, walk us through the day and what was going on through your mind leading up to the delivery.
4: Oh my gosh. It has been so yeah. long now. It's actually so long. It's crazy how much has happened between December, which is when I gave birth and now, which is a little over four months ago. Mm-hmm. So much has changed. Like our baby is no longer a newborn. I'm just kind of sad to think about it. He's just a baby now with a stable head. Yeah. So cute. But if I were to think back to that experience, it is absolutely unlike anything I've ever experienced or could imagine anything for you to fill up yeah. like in our lives. Luckily, I wrote down hour by hour, minute by minute, everything I was feeling during my labor. So I was able to go back and read my notes, which I'm glad I have now, and I can. You were journaling
1: it. during labor. <laughs> I mean,
4: I wanted to remember That's exactly a new level. what was
3: happening. I think we knew that it like it passed by, mm. and and you think that you will never forget. Yeah. yeah. But then, yeah, like just mm. uh, things can start to fade very easily. Right. So I don't have any of these notes. So I'm definitely very curious. <laughs> I think I remember you know you can fill in fill in the blanks yeah.
4: okay so this is how it went down y'all <laughs> so two nights before we were at applebee's <laughs> <laughs> i remember that text
1: too yeah those the same things. yeah
3: <laughs> so, wait, hold on hold on we you can't just say we were at applebee's we have to give you some context we don't just go to applebee's like normally although i, I shout out to applebee's anyways <laughs> we were there because we were, we were there ironically okay it was it was Anyways, sure, whatever. Fuck. We were
4: it was after a lovely date at the Huntington Library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so that's the last date that we had. <laughs> Our last date
3: was at Applebee's us too.
4: <laughs> Night at Applebee's. Good job, Phil.
3: I think we, we, we just want to do something nostalgic. I think, like, mm-hmm. for me, like when uh, when I was in high school, same with you, babe, right? Like mm-hmm. it was like a, it was like a nice dinner to go out with like your sports teams right. or your student government. Like so, like we're like, oh my god, we haven't been to Applebee's in a long time, so let's go.
4: Yeah. It was it was a very nice dinner. <laughs>
3: yeah, we got, like, a- I mean, for Applebee's, yes. <laughs> yeah. This is not sponsored by Apple.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And that night, I remember I was in the bathroom, and maybe this is a little TMI, but... No, we want all the details. Real life, y'all, okay. So if you're a little um, squirmish, then maybe you don't listen to this part, but there was a slight smell, kind of like semen coming out of me i don't know if i ever Mm. actually told you this philip but i remember reading online that that is something that can happen right before birth it's like a mix of hay and semen and dampness and i smelled that and had a slight bloody show which is when your cervix starts to face or open i knew that things were going to happen soon once that smell hit me
3: Hay. I'm sorry, I'm so stuck on the smoke. <laughs> Hay and like straw? Yeah. Interesting. Like dampness. Like uh, a, like a, like a musty, musty barn. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. What, mixed with semen. Sure.
1: Like there was no, wizard pain? Did you feel like No, 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 no. It's okay. just
4: liquid that is coming out of your body. Okay. So the next morning after that, it was 6.05 a.m., Wrote it down on my notes and it's also really fucking early and I never am up that early, but I was awoken by a dull pain. And I this remember is that. Yeah. right? And yeah. this is what I wrote down on my notes app on my phone, six oh five AM. It was raining out. A dull pain like cramp just woke me up and I'm sitting here thinking, What the fuck is five eleven again? <laughs> BRB gonna Google this.
3: What? Five eleven? Five one one? Do you remember? You don't remember this anymore. Oh right, five one one. Okay, <laughs> okay yes. so the
4: five one one rule is <sighs> to to note when your contractions are coming every five minutes. So every spaced out every five minutes, lasting for one minute each for at least an hour. An hour. That is the rule mm-hmm. that the doctor told us to abide by for when it's time to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm.
3: So when you hit those numbers you need to go to the hospital. Mm.
4: Yes. Yes. So I started to track my notes app on my phone. Like every time I felt this dull pain, it was 6.05, 6.11, 6.19, tried to sleep, woke up at 6.26 again. And it just happened like every six to eight minutes that I was feeling this small contraction, which is kind of like a period cramp, very mm. dull at that point. And I remember just lying there. It was uncharacteristically raining in LA and I just remember waiting for the next cramp or contraction or Braxton Hicks, whatever it may have been. Um and I it was just very present in the moment. It was like a lull, you know, raindrop sound outside and you were still sleeping and I was just like lying there like, holy shit, my life is about to change. Mm -hmm. And I remember that um, and I, I also thought about my, like, grandpa at that time, my Yeah yeah, who, who passed a while ago. But I was thinking, like, on this rainy day, maybe he's looking down on me, you know, trying to be closer to me with these raindrops, mm-hmm. trying to connect with me and telling me that it's going to be okay. And I, that, that was, like, a moment that I just had to my to myself. Mm-hmm. And then 7.28, I felt a, a slightly stronger contraction, and that's when you woke up, because mm-hmm. you're like, what's going on? <laughs> Why are your eyes open? <laughs> and I think you were just holding on to my belly and just trying to feel if everything was okay things mm-hmm. were moving and whatnot um but how, how did you feel when i told you that i was feeling these contractions you know
3: weird like even when you just said I, that i touched your belly like i had to for like a split second i was like why was i touching oh yeah because you were pregnant <laughs> like it's, been, <laughs> it's been it's been like it feels like that long so um i think like you just you were just already in the mode of like okay we need to start keeping track mm-hmm. and we i mean technically i mean we were early Right. Like yeah. it, it wasn't the due date yet. So even, I think I wasn't fully prepared. So I actually didn't think it was going to happen. I thought you were just having just like pains like norm, like you, mm-hmm. Braxton Hicks or whatever mm-hmm. before. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you started when you started monitoring like the 511 thing, I was like, OK, I guess uh, sure I guess we should do this. But we had it. But what's good is that we actually had a doctor's appointment that day. So I was oh. like, OK, phew, few like actually this is perfect. Uh, we can we can go to the doctor. It was an, also a morning uh, appointment. 11 a.m. Yeah. 11 a.m. So I was like, oh, it does. Like I was just I was just trying to calm her down, saying, hey, no matter what it is, we're gonna find out mm-hmm. in a couple hours at the hospital. So mm-hmm. I was actually not that nervous.
4: We were also freaking out then because we were like, oh my gosh, what do we stay at the hospital? Is our hospital bag packed? Like, should we get ready to go? Should we bring mm-hmm. our bag?
3: It, I, don't like... <laughs> <What? Really? laughs> I don't remember that. What really? own like zen. Bag. I uh, man, I actually <laughs> yeah.
4: So the, we went to, the, to my OB for our regular checkup and she checked me, which for the record, no one told, tells you this, but like when they check how dilated you are, that shit is painful. Remember how in pain I was when she stuck her finger mm-hmm. at me and she was just feeling around because she wants to see how much your cervix has opened? So I was an inch Oof. to 1.5 inches dilated, so... Because you need to get to like 10, in- 10 centimeters before you're ready to give birth. She was like, you're not ready yet. This could be another like week or so before the baby comes. Oh, mm-hmm. So then we left week. the hospital. Yeah, sometimes oh, you're wow. just a little open until <laughs> a lot later. Mm-hmm. Um, but- so
3: at 11 a.m. you were one and a half centimeters. Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: Mm-hmm. And then by 3.30 p.m. my contractions were a minute long. Oh. They got longer. And that was the first time that I was in tears. I was already crying.
3: Yeah, so so like basically the next 4 hours we left our doctor's appointment thinking, "Okay, I guess it's not happening mm-hmm. because she basically sent us home." Mm-hmm. Um and and we're like, "Okay, I guess it's just going to be like a, another day." We went to go eat, got some dumplings. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. See, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I remember the I remember the dumplings. Um and and but we were still keeping track of the 511. Right. But I did I did start noticing that your pain was getting worse and worse. And every time you like, you just had to like brace yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So around three thirty, we got home.
4: Right. So it was, and then we just were doing some work. Just working, yeah,
3: just a regular day. Yeah. And
4: then around four thirty, we went on a walk. Mm-hmm. And that's when it started hurting a lot. Because a lot of people say that to labor down, which means the expedited laboring process, you can go um, do curbside walking, which is just mm-hmm. sort of unbalanced walking, and that's supposed to help speed up the process a bit more and i was in tears
3: yeah so i think like because i think i think like we actually wanted to like get this going at that yeah. by that point mm-hmm. the amount of contraction she was having i think we're like okay let's not elongate this anymore. like we're already going y- forward exactly we so here, yeah. so how do we how do we get to the point where we are 5 one because we still actually weren't yet mm-hmm. even though it was like 3 30 4 o'clock actually by this point it was like maybe like 5 or so right or yes, later, it, was, it like, was around like the around sun was already setting, yeah. yeah. And so we're just like, okay, let's. How, what can we do to get to this five one one? So we did this walk, mm-hmm. and she literally, when as we're walking around, like every time the, the contraction came, she had to stop walking, and she just broke, like, like fell to her like knees, basically, and just like on on the sidewalk or on the street, just like had to scrunch down like in the, in the sidewalk and just wait for it to pass. And I've never seen, Helen has a pretty high, high tolerance, I think. And I've never seen her like that before.
4: Sometimes I think I have like the memory of a goldfish where I forget things pretty quickly. But I feel like between the contractions, I literally forgot that a contraction was going to be coming up soon. And I would just live my regular day. Like we'd just yeah, be like just talking no and joking. And I'd be like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> it's coming again. And then we just would have to like How far down. How
3: far apart were they then? If it was like every five minutes, one minute each yeah. each time for, for an one hour. hour, right? So we were like at some... like It was like six to eight, eight, minutes. Six to eight minutes in between. 10,
4: yeah, 13 minutes. Right, so
3: you're saying that's for those six to eight minutes or 10 minutes, like it was just like... You're like, life is normal. good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally forgot like, about oh shoot, here he comes! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
4: then it was around 6 p.m. We tried to go upstairs to our room, which we're all in right now, for me to sleep it off. Remember, you were like, oh, sleep off the pain. And I think I just ended up screaming into a pillow instead. <laughs> Do you remember that we come up here and called your sister, and we're like, "What should we do?" And you wanted me to sleep it off.
3: Yeah, I have no idea why I would suggest that. <laughs> <have> no medical <laughs> reasoning or.
1: Yeah. yeah,
4: but anyway, we I I knew that I wouldn't be able to be in a moving vehicle going to the hospital after like a little bit longer of this sort of pain going on. So we decided to make the trip. Mm.
3: Oh, okay, that's right. I think at first I was suggesting like maybe we can just you know stay here a little bit longer, but then. You were just in so much pain that even though you weren't fully at five one one, I think it was like six one one. Oh, so you were really close. You know, we were pretty close. We just thought, okay, we're close enough. I don't want to see you like go through this. And and yeah, like if 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 the car ride to the hospital is going to be so uncomfortable, we should just get it done with now. So uh, we're on like six six thirty. Mm-hmm.
4: That was yeah. around six o'clock. Yeah,
3: it was definitely a moment when we were at the front door about to leave with our suitcase, and we're, and we're like, "This might be it," because we de- we actually didn't know if the hospital would turn us away again, mm. because we didn't know how strict they were on the five one one thing, and so we just thought, "Okay, like this could be when we come back, we could be parents." Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that was that was kind of a, a moment. I
4: remember I was yeah. the one that was like, "Let's take a photo here," and you were so like, "There's your eyes were like glazed over," you're like, "Okay." <laughs>
1: I think
3: I was in go mode. I think I think you like I, no I, I entered a different like part of my brain where I was like, Okay, it's time to do like fatherly or mm. you know, th- yeah. things to take care of the mother and she was like trying to enjoy the moments and everything and I'm like, No, we gotta make sure <laughs> we get there and... No,
1: did we get the peanut butter yeah. sandwiches? <laughs> oh yeah,
3: I made some sandwiches before, yeah.
1: yeah. So you described for us a little bit of what the pre-contraction pain feels like but how would you describe the feeling of a contraction and also was there anything that you were doing or that you figured out that would help alleviate some of the pain
4: mm-hmm. um I would say that it feels like the worst period cramp you have ever had
3: yeah that's all right I'm <laughs>
4: stupid <laughs> times at least 10. At least 10. So is the pain mostly, it's like all in your abdomen area? Yeah, like around your uterus type area. Mm. Um, But it's just terrible. It's it's a wave of pain that takes over your uterus and every muscle in your body and your face wants to just like tense up to Mm. battle it out. Ideally, you're calmly breathing through it right Mm -hmm. which we've seen youtube videos of of, and just like hell no i was so tense
3: we yeah i think that 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 goes to say like you know people take all these courses and until you're actually in it like a lot of the information could just like go out like um so i think you were trying to do these things to calm you down i was trying to breathe (laughs) i couldn't breathe (laughs) so for the people that don't have periods um what is it like you said it's 10x your worst period cramp sure so for, for 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 the guys out there who maybe have a you know a cramp from running <laughs> mm. is it like is it like 25x that or something?
4: I, i've heard people compare period cramps to if you as a male were kicked in the balls times like, i think or, i've heard that yeah yeah that's we try? The, but that's not that's
3: not really a cramp feeling because like the, oh. what it's what
4: like you, a deep in your stomach yeah your but it's a, but it's like
3: feeling. a but like it's like hollow, hollow. oh is it is it okay. the same
1: Hollow,
3: yeah. When, when you get kicked in the nuts, it's like it's, it's like a mix of like hollow and also when you're um on a roller coaster and you're like dropping. Oh yeah, no, that's like,
2: more in your chest though.
3: No, it depends. I feel like.
4: Oh, yours just in your.
2: How stomach? about the feeling? Because I had this recently when like you really have to poop but you can't. You're holding it in to find a toilet and then. Mm. Girl, what? <laughs> Those are all in different <laughs> parts of the body.
3: All right, it hurts. <laughs> <Yeah>. It hurts. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I guess that wasn't helpful. That was I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like, you're trying Some, to hold something in.
3: Somehow, me as a guy is, is asking a more relevant question than, <laughs> than Mel, who actually has periods.
2: Wait, you tell me, does that feel like your period Because honestly, when you're describing your feeling, because I, I had to do an Aaron at the Grove, and like, it was really painful for me. So I can't imagine what a contraction feels like, you know? Like, its hmm. it sounds scary. I need to take this question back, too. When did your water break? Did it, did it even break? No, it actually... At this point, it hasn't yet. No.
3: Yeah, because wow. usually... I think that's break. what we kept waiting for. Yeah. We were waiting for that movie moment, whatever, yeah. TV show moment of like, her water broke. And and we had seen other people's YouTube videos of like, you know, other people. And and a lot of times it was very calm, mm-hmm. you know? And they're like, okay, we have time and stuff. So I so I think that's why I wasn't super like freaking, freaking out because the water never broke. Mm-hmm. So I thought we had time.
4: It actually broke... At the hospital, when I already had my epidural, Got so it, right. I didn't even know that it broke until the nurse came and changed me, and she was like, "Oh, your water broke." I'm like, oh, "Okay." Oh, so nice. I guess it happens differently for. I think the movies and TV shows mm. portray it as like this huge moment where there's like a gush of water that just mm. leaks all over your carpet or in your bedroom. You run to the shower. I was but... like
3: worried about that. I was like, "We're gonna make a mess
4: <laughs> somewhere." <laughs> he has a mop ready right yeah.
3: behind you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we put. Did we put towels in the car? I think we had thought...
4: a we had a puppy pee pads.
3: Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. my God. Hey, you guys are wow, ready. Yeah.
4: I was ready to pee all over the car.
3: <laughs> it, it was a new car. It's a lease, guys. We can't return this car. Oh, yeah. That's my um, wife's uh, internal fluids <laughs> over here.
2: Helen, you actually showed videos to me and Janet about how, how painful it was when you're at the hospital with the contractions. Like, you're on the floor, you're crying, and it was like crazy. So, once you got to the hospital, what was that part of the labor and delivery process like?
4: Yeah. So, we got there around 7 p.m. Um, I remember we kind of tried to wait it out because your sister had said that oh, yeah. if you check into the hospital at 11.50 p.m., we would have to pay a full day of hospital stay costs. Yeah. Ooh,
2: that's an insight there. Which
4: is true, because once we got the bill, I was like, "What is? why do we have this additional... You know,
3: yeah. full day here so instead yeah. of like a yeah. curata. even before we went to the hospital, we we had the conversation like, should we wait? But it was not at that you point; it was not wait. worth it. Yeah, she yeah. was in too much pain. Your
2: Asian side's like, should we wait? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like it's seven p.m. We got five hours left.
3: Yeah. you were you were home? not going to make it five hours. No, I really yeah. wasn't. It was nighttime, so it wasn't that busy. Like there was no one in the, like the lobby, yeah. and it's weird. Like we had never taken a tour; like we didn't mm-hmm. know where to go. So it literally is like because of COVID,
4: we couldn't take a tour. Right, so
3: we literally go in. And I know I joke about this but we just went to the front desk and we go, "We're too pregnant." You know? <laughs> like, where do we go? And then they they just pointed to like, you know, "Oh, just down this hall whatever." So we walked down this empty hall, like no one was walking around, and we just go to this little window to to just check in. "Hi, we have a pregnant, you know, <laughs> you know." Up, baby. <laughs> yeah, and it is very anticlimactic. It it really felt like we were like checking ourselves into like movies or like a library book or something yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: While i was on the floor like grabbing your right. ankles
3: she lit like we really literally were at the at the window and they were kind of confirming that this is all happening and she's literally like on her knees next to me and i'm like can you not see yeah, that like, this, this is like- we are this this is happening we have to do this now fill out some like general paperwork um and i couldn't go in um she had to go in by herself because uh, this is mm-hmm. all still like COVID stuff So when you left I was actually like really scared and nervous cuz I didn't know when they would when I was allowed to go back yeah, in. Yeah, do you yeah. like do you remember separating from me?
4: Uh yes. I I know you actually separated cuz you had to get the stuff from the car.
3: Oh that first. Yeah. No the, but yeah. when it came back you were still we were still waiting
4: we were still waiting because yeah. there was it was actually a very busy night in yeah, the maternity right. ward mm-hmm. so we had to stay in like the triage room for a while but also you couldn't leave the hospital to go get our stuff so it was like once you're in those doors like you have to stay in oh, yeah. so that's why you're like okay I have to go to the car get all of our bags which we had a lot of yeah. and bring it in and meet me in the triage room but I was
3: yeah so I was in the waiting this waiting room and then they they finally gave me the permission to go in and I was expecting like the to go into the delivery room of where mm. like I you know where all of our suitcases were going to be and we we go into this very small checkup room and and I was and I was just like oh my god is this where we're going to be deliver a baby yeah I was like really kind of like disappointed because we went to this hospital because we wanted like the best mm. you know services and whatever um, but yeah, I guess that was the triage room and because it was so busy she had to wait here and labor several more hours before we could go into an like our final room and i was actually like a little bit of me turned into like that parent mode of like why let me talk to your manager <laughs> yeah, but but they, yeah they ran out of rooms like someone that was literally giving birth in in another in the room that we were supposed to go and so we had to wait it out and yeah it they very, were like
2: she's
4: she's about to give birth like you should be ready soon we'll clean it up and you can go in and we're like oh okay wait question for um newbies what's a triage room you go in, and in, when we went, it was to check how far along I was. Mm. Basically, to see if not... it made sense to admit me into one of the delivery rooms or to just basically send me back home.
3: Yeah, and and, and and you're not, it's because you're not like a high priority yet, like mm. you don't have, like they can kind of, keep you here it. until until you become like it. you know ready to go.
2: Is it as big as like for example like I'm trying to visualize this like you know the checkup rooms you go now with the baby is it as small as that or it is fe- it bigger? It felt that small. Oh
3: my yeah. god. I mean it was a little bit bigger just cuz yeah. of like some of the equipment but like it was like it was, it was just like I only had one little chair. Oh and shoot. Then, but she had all this mach- like all this machinery around her and and that's when they were like checking to see how much she would dilate it. and and I th- I remember like since the morning of of being one and a half inches uh-huh. centimeters centimeters sorry since the morning being one and a half centimeters to when we were admitted you had already labored yourself like an additional like
4: like two centimeters two more cent- so i was two more at centimeters. three centimeters right. dilated when we were in that room and again you need to be at 10 so they were basically like do you want to go back home because this could last for many many hours more and mm. i think you were like well i kind of want to go home and shower that's what you said.
3: Did I say that? <laughs> you remember that? No, I don't. <laughs>
4: you know? I think you were sad that you couldn't shower. You didn't shower before we left uh, home.
3: Well, because we were about to be there for a long time. No, exactly. You know? <laughs>
4: um, but I knew for myself that my body was... It was just not happening yeah. because I was in so much pain. There was no way we were going to go home and, and labor down. Um, and I think around that time, I remember telling you, like, I'm really scared. Like, it wasn't until I was laying there that it hit me that... So much could happen in the next 24 hours. I don't think you, we think about it beforehand, which is like, oh, we're just going to go and deliver, you know, but what does that entail? There's a lot of pain, a lot of circumstances, like potentially death was even on the table. Like so much could have happened. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being very scared in that moment. Um, but what I think what I've learned from this labor process is that you just have to go with the flow. Like, the mm. doctors come in, they poke you, they prick you. I had so many needles in me, which I fucking hate. Mm. But you just go with the flow. There was one point where I was just like, if you need to medically cut my ear off, go ahead and do it. That's how much, like, pain and how much investment I was already... Mm. I was already in when, when I got there.
3: There were some big decisions, too. I think, like, they asked when we wanted to start the epidural, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But we you decided to wait a little... Like, you wanted to... Because apparently, like, if you get the epidural, which... Again, I was learning all this stuff too. Like that's when they they basically um, numb you, mm-hmm. right, um, to subside the pain. But you you apparently start to um, dilate slower. Is that what it is?
4: I think your contractions might start slowing down. Not right. 100% certain about that, but yeah. Maybe.
3: But ba- ba- all, basically, you made the choice to rough it out a little bit longer, right, and and deal with the pain a little bit longer because you wanted to dilate a little bit faster
4: right because once you have the epidural you can't walk anymore and and walking is a big part of laboring Mm. down and trying Mm. to expedite the process so when you're laying there it's not it it slows that process down a bit Mm. more um so an hour after we had been admitted i was literally writhing in pain and i never use that word but that's like the perfect word to describe that situation writhing anyone ever use that word <laughs> i was like clutching onto the bedside worst pain of my life like the contractions were literally off the charts remember we were looking at the screen and we're like oh where'd it go <laughs> like it's, it's wow. like off the charts and i was checked again around eight ten p.m which was only an hour after we had been admitted and i had gone from three centimeters to six or seven centimeters so That's fast crazy. Mm. and the doctors were like Oh, no wonder I can hear you screaming down the hallway. I'm like, no shit. Give me the fucking epidural right now. And they did. And you had to leave the room for right. that. Wait, right. why? Wait, why? I, I don't know. I think some people, some people told me that it's because some dads faint at the oh, sight of, say, yeah. of oh, such a long shoot. needle. Um, and also it was a very small room. So yeah. they had to bring in like a large... Machinery and
3: I was. I remember yeah. I was just concerned that they were doing this big process in the small room, mm. and obviously, yeah, I'm. You know, you have to kind of succumb to. Okay, these are the professionals. They know much more than than I do. So I had to like release that. You know, um, mm-hmm. like I guess nervousness, and mm-hmm. but I I I I, I was feeling like, isn't this something that should be done in our official room? But yeah. she couldn't wait any longer, and there was still no no space for us to go. You
2: are still in the triage with yeah. the epidural? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Okay. So
4: I was, like, hyperventilating, freaking out. You and know I wasn't going to be there
3: with you. Right. Yeah.
4: Like, I hate needles. I can't even get a freaking COVID shot or flu shot without having someone slap me at the same time to spread out the pain. But I was freaking out. Luckily, we had two amazing nurses, two of which were actually ABG fans holler Stephanie and Lily if you're listening thank you so much for being so kind they like gave me massages and they were just like just breathe calm down I was like oh this is really like hmm.
3: it's funny because like so they're they're two very wonderful um Asian women and 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 they were like right in the demo of what abg pants would be and I remember like when we first were admitted and we like crossed paths with them um, or they came to the room like when we were in private we like joked like I wouldn't it be so funny if they knew who you were (laughs) and turns out that like later when they came in after like we had already like interacted a few more times they slipped in like oh by the way we we love abg (laughs) and i'm like dude these abg fans have touched your vagina these abg fans have looked <laughs> up your cervix
4: that made me feel so awkward but at the same time just like whatever man yeah like
3: you were you were just like bare chested out for them like they were like helping to like massage and i'm like this is the most um this is the, the fan service, fan service yeah, ever that anyone is ever going to get from abg Mm
4: -hmm. again you just had to go with the flow of everything that Mm -hmm. was happening but
3: it ended up actually being beneficial to us like i think we were a little bit nervous oh my gosh what if someone does recognize us here we want our privacy but because they're they're extremely professional Mm -hmm. and very sweet it actually felt like we were getting a little bit of like you know um Mm. special treatment you know not not like truly special treatment but like they were considerate very very considerate considerate, yeah
4: yeah to be honest like the epidural i think is something that a lot of people talk about as being painful but surprisingly it was not that painful Hmm. for me the the iv was worse mm. way worse because oh. they they like
3: they missed missed oh. my oh, yeah. or on one of the blood tests oh, they gosh. missed your veins yeah and it was
4: that was way more painful so epidural is actually not that bad mm. but after i got that my legs started tingling i could feel some heat through my legs and it just started to get numb and thank goodness the contractions finally started mm. to die down and i couldn't feel them anymore and i was like thank you, I mean, thank we, you we could see medicine. the contractions
3: on the, like, oh, you're having a contraction right now, but yeah, you can feel you it. You couldn't
4: feel it. And around what time was this? So this, around 11 p.m. is when we finally went to yeah. the delivery mm. room. Mm. So at this
1: point, it's been like 12 hours then, right? From 11 a.m. To when you, is 11 when you left to the hospital?
3: Oh, no, no. We left to the hospital at 7, 7. Oh. p.m. 11 was the doctor's appointment in the morning. Oh, there we go. From yeah. The
1: doctor's appointment to going into the delivery room. Now you've been like laboring for... Yeah, hours. I guess you would
4: consider the first contraction as part of the laboring process. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, 12 plus 5, 17 hours? Mm-hmm. Oh Did my. I do that right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we went to the delivery room. I had some unsalted chicken soup and jello, which I was really happy about. <laughs> And you had the jello a, hits different at it's at so good in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And you had a really thin turkey cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? It's like the um... it
3: must have been very forgettable as <laughs> had, we'll have different peanut
4: butter sandwiches. Yeah, I think we ate those pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. And then our nurse she gave me like a peanut ball, which it's you put it between your legs and it's supposed to make you feel more comfortable. So that was really it looks nice like a medicine ball, but it's a peanut
3: shaped. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. so now we're in the delivery room, uh-huh. which is much bigger. There's Super a cot nice. for me, or a couch cot for me, <laughs> um, and yeah, like, there's a closet and a bathroom. Did you yeah. have your own
4: room? It was our own room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then sometime around 12 to 3 p.m., our OB, who was... Oh, like, wait, wait, wait. No, 3 a.m.? To...
3: Wait, sorry. And we also, like, we also decorated the room. Yeah. Like, Helen oh. brought string lights, and I was... Oh. I remember when she ordered them and told me to pack them, I'm like, you're being so extra. Um, but then when we put them up, I was like, oh, this, do- this does feel like a little bit really more nice. homey. <laughs> yeah. And all the nurses were like, wow, this is so great. This is so nice. So yeah. I'm glad you did that.
4: I feel like it gave a very nice ambiance, yes. more comfortable space for us to be
2: in. Yeah. And it was December. It was around yeah. time. Oh, right, true. right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
4: So then sometime around between 12 to 3 a.m., our OB, who was on site at the moment, our delivery doctor she has suggested that we get pitocin to speed up the labor process since my contractions had started to slow down with the epidural yeah and that was one of the more firm decisions we made that we did not want that our baby was not in distress and i was also tired and wanted to sleep before Mm. the pushing process began so we're like okay let's just wait a little bit and see what happens
3: basically pitocin is is like this is a process that artificially makes the body like things faster
1: <laughs> <laughs> for baby to come
3: <laughs> I, I i swear i i went through this process but you want to do it very naturally
4: yes i did want to do it as natural so as possible we did not do pitocin yes and then around 5 a.m our nurse came in and asked if i felt any rectal pressure <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this is where it feels like poop right now yeah
4: so this i had not heard of before but slowly with each contraction it went from contractions closer to the, to the uterus to like full rectal pressure which had not felt that at any other point in my life and did not expect to feel that also with birthing. But um, around this time, around 5 a.m., my water broke, mm. which is what you know you were asking about earlier, Mel, and the baby's head was pressing down a part of the sac that didn't break. So we knew that once we manually popped that additional sac that the amniotic fluid would be out and the baby would have to come out pretty soon after that. So one of the on-call doctors came and popped it, and then it was already time to start pushing what
3: did they use to pop it like like, i didn't look like another needle
4: (laughs) i would assume so or something did you feel anything no i don't think i felt anything because my legs were numb oh oh.
3: this was like during like a very hazy part of the night too just because this was yeah in the early morning and 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 we did try to sleep like they actually did tell both of us to rest and get some sleep between like yeah 12 12 to 12 and 5 yeah and we we did we did sleep for a few hours Mm -hmm. um they wanted us to rest up and every so often they came to check in turn me turn put the finger it. in check <laughs> check <Yeah>. to <laughs> see how much how, how, if you had dilated further mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. so then we started the process of pushing then very it was very slow i think we both had imagined all of the doctors and nurses would come in to support this process but it was just us two and the nurse and she's like all right start pushing we're like <laughs> wait what what already it's not time yet is it But it was a slower process, so she would just say, you know, take one cleansing breath in through your nose, hold your breath, and push down like you're taking a giant poop. Also, keep your butt down. So I followed those instructions, like my freaking life depended on it, and we did this breathe-in, hold, push process every time a contraction came. That's also something I didn't know, that you push only on your contraction, and then you sort of wait in between until your next contraction.
3: Around what time was this at? This is still at, like, 5?
4: I think it's probably around 6 a.m. then.
3: No, because because the the show started at 6:30. I remember that. Yeah, show, sure. yeah,
4: but yeah. So this is like a slower process yeah, yeah, leading okay. up to it. Yeah. Um, and then while this was happening, our OB was trying to make it to the hospital, mm. uh... and she it would have taken her another 20 minutes to get there. And there was a point when the nurses were like, "Okay, on the next contraction, just give me one push for two seconds." Whereas we were doing three pushes in a row, like 10 seconds each. So they clearly wanted me to slow down. And they didn't tell me that it was because we were waiting for the doctor to get there. But I deduced that what was happening was that we were just waiting on her to get there so that she could actually deliver me. Mm. And I was like, this is so, it was getting so uncomfortable. I was like, I am not going to wait for a doctor to arrive park potentially walk (laughs) through the doors of this hospital to get to me so i just i pushed more than the nurses recommended because my body just naturally was in this like Mm. rhythmic you're gonna have to push this out
1: asap feeling like probably all of your muscles are yeah
4: just contracting and like.
2: nature nature took over nature
3: took over oh
1: interesting
2: wait so like would you say the pushing process like how long were you pushing for the total amount was like 40 minutes
3: Yeah, so I think you need to get in, like, so, yeah, to answer that question, I think you need to go into the show.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I want to hear the show.
3: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it?
2: Hi everyone, some of you might remember that last year we partnered with Comcast Rise on a virtual event about small businesses hit hard by the economic impact of the pandemic. Comcast Rise has already helped nearly 8,000 small businesses with free, yes free, services such as marketing consultations, media and creative production, and technology upgrades, and yours could be next. As a small business ourselves, we love seeing resources that support the continuation and growth of companies like ours. Please take advantage of this amazing opportunity. It's a short application, but can positively impact your small business. They are now accepting applications for POC-owned or woman-owned small businesses. We encourage you to check them out, learn more, and apply at www.compassrise.com/apply, and make sure to share with a business owner friend. So one of the things I'm always been fascinated about is like. What the pushing feeling is like. Because I think I remember asking Helen after, you know, the delivery. I was like, was it like taking a shit? Because I was like, I don't. Because you hear about it, but I never experienced it. Like, how would you describe pushing? So I would say that imagine if you were turtle heading. Like oh, gosh. Biggest turd in
4: your life. Like, think about the biggest biggest turd you've ever had. You too, Phil. We can imagine this. Like a dry
3: one too, right?
4: Oh, so it's like, you know. So it's,
3: so it's like. It's things pull, are going to rip it's potentially. It's pulling your sphincter <laughs> apart. Yeah. yeah. It's like
4: a hemorrhoid shit, right? Yes. But like times.
3: 25. <laughs> exactly 25 exactly 25 i mean maybe yeah the circumference of the head
4: yeah <laughs> and imagine that it was also painful and wanted out and someone said hold it hold it for like three minutes each time and imagine that going on for an hour where you just have to hold this turtle head half and half out <laughs> for three minutes at <laughs> a time oh and it's like
2: painful and wants out but, it's, but the turtle heads from your butthole like would you say with this and you felt into your ass or through your vagina ass what? Really? yeah it was it was, it was the, the rectal pressure. pressure yeah it felt like a poop it felt like I was I
4: was definitely igniting my my no, butt muscles right but
3: but like but the pain was not coming from the sphincter obviously like that I think is that what you're asking like is the sharper pain coming from your vagina so
4: there was no sharp pain oh. it was more of the pressure that oh. you feel because you i had the epidural so i didn't feel oh like that's right that. that's right okay yeah but it just felt like it was Got it. pressure okay hard to describe otherwise but- and not to scare anyone out there but this okay. is
2: my experience it might be different for other women out there but so would you all say the pushing is like it literally is feel like the way you push when you're having a your baby is the way you push when you had when you need to take a shit yeah oh interesting with your butt down and lying what what down. does it mean by butt down? Like your butt is
3: Your butt is always down when you're yeah. taking a shit.
4: Well you're also lying on your back. So don't like not lifting your butt up in the air, but you have to leave your butt like planted on the bed. Okay, we're gonna do a, a bell <laughs> in like we're gonna uh, do that later.
1: I don't know what position you're in right now, but <laughs> you're like trying to simulate.
3: Really? It's just like taking a poop?
1: A really big poop, yeah. Well oh,
3: I guess I guess because because you're you're numb. You're, like you're not it's just the entire yeah. area feels yeah, pressure oh, I see. And maybe... I'm sure I'm sure people that go full natural have a very different description of it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah.
4: This is my experience y'all okay, yeah. so yeah. yes Just mine okay while we were going through active labor. I had these insane shakes. Do you remember this? Mm. My mouth was like uncontrollably Chattering I had a hundred four degree fever while I was pushing and I just remember freaking out, crying while contracting, teeth chattering, pushing, screaming, wishing that it would just be. it was such a blur cuz mm-hmm. every every feeling sensation was being activated and i, I hated that feeling of that rectal pressure too. Um, and then once the shakes kind of went away, Philip, I think you said, that i turned on athlete mode.
3: <laughs> I, I well, sorry, what part are we at right now?
4: We at we're show? at the we're at the show.
3: Oh, wait. So, yeah, i thought you were going to like introduce the show cuz like the, i feel like that was when I felt like things got, like, really crazy. So what do you remember from that? Well, I just remember, okay, so around, like, 6.30. Yeah. Okay, so at 6.30, after you had maybe done that one extra long push, they decided, okay, we're just, we're, we're gonna do this. And literally in, like, what felt like the blink of an eye... Like the room filled with people and, and they rolled in different machinery and stuff. And I was like, Where did, where were all these people? Where were Cause, you
2: all before? Because well, yeah. it, it, it was
3: also very quiet maternity war. Like, you don't, you don't, you, I didn't see a lot of people walking around. It nighttime. So it's Like, where so did you, yeah. you guys come from? Yeah. And all these people like, kind of rushing. But it's also, I have to remember, like this is their just like regular day. This yeah, is their, yeah, yeah. their this is their job, and so like they were just chatting about work, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are, like this is a life-changing Life moment. And, and two and two people, like Bob and Sally, are over there talking about their like breaks and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and like they're just getting their like tools ready. But then the nurses, they all start crowding around, and the lights turn on. Like there are these lights on the ceilings, and they're, like it goes, Ka-choon! and it really feels like the spotlight. The That's on. why it's like I felt like on my, my it was vagina. A show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the stirrups went up, like everything just like the sh- like it really felt like the show was the starting. Show was starting. Oh, like we, shit. you had you had an audience. Okay. You mm-hmm. had like four nurses around you, you had two supporting people like ready to receive, whatever. And everyone just started cheering, Okay mama, here we go. This is it's time to go. And even I was straight, I'm like getting emotional thing right now, but I was like, Oh my god, like this is this is fucking happening. Like I my like, my heart's beating again right now.
2: <laughs> I'm getting excited. Right.
3: But then, like, I think I was, I stayed up with Helen next to her. um, And they were, yeah, they were, they were receiving and they just kept saying, okay, one big push, one big push, another one, another one. And yeah, I think that's when you were just in athlete mode. We're just like, I'm going to just do this.
4: (laughs) It is such a physical and mental game during labor. I literally had visions of me on the volleyball courts (laughs) when I played more competitively while I was lying on this bed trying to push this baby out. But I was like, yo, it is game time. I am an athlete. And when they said, like, push for a count of 10, I was like, I'm going to give him 12. So <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I pushed as hard as I could, but also not so hard that I would have maybe torn something down mm-hmm. there because I know that's one thing that I was really hoping wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and also didn't want to like pop an eye socket out. That's how hard you were pushing, I guess, yeah. right up to that point of an eye socket popping. Um, and also, no one tells you this, but I felt every single part of the baby coming out oh, <gasps> my God. you know you just, just like centimeter by centimeter yeah. not in a painful way but you just feel it emerging from mm-hmm. your body mm-hmm. and so once his head was like halfway out i was just like there's no way i'm gonna stop because they're like okay breathe wait for the next contraction i just kept going mm-hmm. like all my energy to just yeah. push him out because i didn't want him to suffocate
3: actually In, yeah like, so because you you couldn't see like you couldn't see anything but like i, I was on the like side i could get an angle through her legs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i remember seeing him crown and getting very scared like wait can he how long can he oh, stay like that yeah. or it's not he i didn't know what it was yet oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah how long can it stay like that and so that's but but thankfully for helen like she just kept going and 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 it still felt like it was a very long time but really it was only just like another maybe three to five minutes and mm-hmm. she just went all the way through and and yeah just seeing the the head just like kind of resting there like there is a human <laughs> coming out of your body right now it was just insane and what was even crazier is that the, the little bit that i saw i was like oh my god like that's so big already like that the little bit that i saw and then when the rest came out i'm like oh my god there's so much more <laughs> oh but it but thankfully thankfully he came out like very quickly easily like at once you know you got past the shoulders and everything and
4: so yes by it was seven seventeen in the I'm morning sorry, yeah. is when he had come out 25 hours since my first contraction and he was 7 pounds 10 ounces super long 21.25 inches very ha- healthy and yeah he, he didn't he didn't cry, cry. He, he came out,
3: but like but not like in like a worrisome like he, looks he cried once out.
4: it was one one like shriek and then he like stopped
3: like he just looked his eyes were open he just like looked like he was just chilling Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what and up then, mom and dad I'm here yeah <laughs> and um, I was just so like we were having our own moment of like oh my god you did it you did it like just crying with each other and they I just remember them like calling daddy dad or dad dad come over here and, I'm, and i was like oh my god yeah okay what do you what, what's up and they said what what is it what is it because like they had to yeah. announce for the, for oh, the document the, right. and they, they were being playful like well we can't say what it is what is it <laughs> oh. dad come on over and i was like oh okay and i go over and i i immediately i look at her like like where the baby came out of, but then the baby was already being held up by someone else. So I, was, I didn't even you're know like, where to look. Just, I was, uh, doesn't look. I was just so disoriented. I, I, yeah, I didn't even know where to look. And then they're like, "No, he's over here." And then I was like, oh, "Oh, it's a boy! It's a boy! It's a boy!" And then well, you said um, you
4: were confused because you were looking at the cord right because you still have not cut the cord. And yeah, you're like I, what I, is that?
3: I didn't know what to look at. Yeah, I just didn't know what to, I was. It was a, such a blur. Well,
1: actually, my question for Helen is like when you're hearing Phil say it's a boy, do, do you remember that moment and how you felt? Yeah. I, I, i remember thinking that it was already a boy so when you said that
4: it, at first i was like hurry up because you're like um um, um. <laughs> oh <my>.
3: so, <laughs> you don't understand the stress i was going through okay
4: like just say it so then when you said it's a boy um it just confirmed what i had expected like your intuition yeah kind of knew hmm. that it was gonna be a boy but right away, they took the baby to like the side because he, he might have inhaled some meconium, so they wanted to make sure they check mm-hmm. up on him. And I remember being really sad because I was like, "Wait, give me my baby!" Like right away. I, I
3: definitely, like, in tears, was like thinking that we were missing out on this very mm. specific, like, few minutes of. Oh my God, we have everyone said we have to do skin to skin. and I was like mm. pleading with them, like, "We need to see our baby." And, and like,
4: they were just not like having a conversation. Yeah. They're just like, "Oh yeah, you know, this baby looks good. Like yeah, us yeah.
3: like." And they called me over to like to cut it and. Yeah. It was very difficult to cut. It was like yeah, like like um, rubber band, uh, like calamari. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I could like veiny calamari. Like, yeah, like calamari. But then I was like, just please, like you know, is it? Can we have him? Is it time? Is it time? And then they finally brought him over, like wiped him down a little bit, like just all like the like gooey stuff. And then we got in bed. I took off my shirt. I got in bed with him and her. And
1: so people often say that the moment they see their baby, they realize that they have never loved someone or something as much as they loved their child. Do you feel like this is true for both of you and what you were feeling in that moment?
4: Mm, Like immediately, right away. I think for me, I felt through Philip's emotions. Like he was definitely the one that was emoting a lot in that (laughs) room. And I think after I had given birth, it, it was a mix of feeling joy and shock and just feeling very out of body. Like I... Felt like I was more just in disbelief of what I had just done, Mm. but I guess it wasn't until we did skin to skin, and our baby was just—he kept looking at me, like not crying. He just was staring at me, almost like he knew the sound of my voice or knew that I was his mom. Very calmly, just staring at us, and I just remember being in in complete like peace in those moments because all the Mm -hmm. nurses left. I think only the the um, lactation doctor was like or nurse was in the room ready to help us. But I was still very much like, I don't know you yet, but I want to know you Mm -hmm. and I want to protect you. And maybe that is love in a way that I'm still sort of processing because for us, we've only known love in the context of like a familial tribe or in a relationship bond with other adults, right? Mm -hmm. But the feeling that I was feeling was awe at how this life could be so small and just this feeling of wanting to protect and give everything that I could for him to succeed in life and i think that is just like a new way to love something that i never felt before
3: mm. i um i actually don't feel like it was like this i love you kind of mm. moment for me it, i was just more in wonder of just the the miracle of 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 the human body of, of the woman's body i was admiring helen my my love for helen actually went to a different mm. level um him being there was more just a relief and more just like holy crap like Mm. this is crazy there i can't believe i i can't believe we are having this experience right now of Mm. of having a baby on us like that that it was more just like whoa Mm. um i feel like the love thing is um just something that i'm still yeah kind of like learning right now like Mm. every so often i'm still amazed that we have a baby like it still hasn't fully sunk in um but yeah like the the gratitude that he's, he was safe, healthy. um, That I think was the the primary emotion that Mm. I was feeling that just like, I was just relieved Mm. that we did it and that she did it. And I have never seen her or felt the way that I felt. um, Yeah. Before. So yeah. Yeah, Watching
1: your wife give birth to your child. That is like pretty insane. And for Helen, Um, so giving birth is an experience that, like you said, portrayed in the movies we often hear about, but obviously from the way you describe it, like you don't understand or comprehend it until you experience it for yourself. Having been exposed to, um, you know, the way that people portray it. Mm -hmm. And then when, now that you've experienced it, was it what you expected? I
4: think you can read all you want and watch all the YouTube videos that you want to try and get the feelings that you're going to get when you give birth, but you can't learn, emotion, like raw, real, Mm. never before experienced emotion. It's like the first time you fall in love or the first Mm. time, you know, you have a real heartbreak or something. You can't you can read about it all you want, but you can't learn these feelings until you go through it yourself. All that to say it it was probably more extreme than what I expected. It we had it's like the greatest fears going into it, greatest uncertainty, Mm. the highest form of this new love for yourself, for your partner, for this little human and it's also a lot of gratitude for like the nurses and the doctors and everyone about around you and your body's ability to even do this it's it's this level of like love extreme emotion on on all all fronts it's also what we felt it's feeling a little bit like you lost yourself like saying goodbye to who you were before having a baby mm. and it's a, a little rebirth of a new mm. you as yourself and as a couple so feelings all over the spectrum and it is the most beautiful and most difficult thing that I've ex- ever experienced in my life. So, it is not what I expected. It's probably more painful than what I expected, <laughs> but also more emotionally
1: rewarding than mm. what I expected as well. That is really beautifully worded. Um, I never thought of that it's also a rebirthing of you individuals. It's mm-hmm. not just wasn't just one new life that left the hospital. It was like three. That's true. Right? Yeah. Um, and for Phil, for you, you probably also, you know, working up to the day, had expectations for how things might play out. When it actually happened, what aspects of the experience were similar to what you expected and what was different?
3: Um, I actually, and maybe Helen wasn't happy about this at the time, but like I actually was trying to have no expectations. <laughs> um, and I think because I was trying to be self-aware enough to know that Exactly what you said. Nothing you, can't you can imagine, prepare yeah. for. Like you can prepare, but it won't matter until you really get there, right? So, I actually tried to have very little expectations going into it. So while it was happening, I was more just trying my best to, okay, follow the follow directions. Mm. Um, what do they need? What does she need? Um, listen. Uh, make good make good choices. Um, ask ask the right questions. Things like that. Um, so yeah it definitely wasn't like this um oh my god like i i got to be i'm a dad now yeah. and um I, I think it like like i said it was really just a in the moment feeling of just yeah gratitude and, and awe and i was also like realizing oh man um yeah like life is completely different now and and I, I feel like a lot of times like people say oh in that instant that's when like you knew like oh everything was going to be different and I don't think it was like that—that that much of a U-turn for us, or like mm. mo- like instantaneous thing. I think we, because this is something that we had been planning for and wanting, we, we mm-hmm. knew that it was leaning up. And I think just the fact that it actually happened, it was more just like a whoa, we're, we're here now. Like we're, we're it's it's actually starting. This mm-hmm. is actually happening now, and um, and here we go. And and I feel like that maybe it's 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 hard to answer that question because i don't have a conclusive answer to that mm. to those mm. emotions yet because we're right. we're literally still in it and i'm yeah. actually still processing whatever it is that we are doing and yeah. whoever the heck our, our son is to us and um maybe that's maybe that is parenthood that you just yeah. actually never really mm. there's not really out. an yeah.
1: arrival time or place or stage right. exactly know. yeah mm. so
3: still 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 thinking about it still worrying about it yeah
2: So I guess, like, you know, as you both reflect on this really momentous day, and thank you for also, like, taking me and Janet and our listeners through this, like, really, like, private moment between you two and your family. What moment were you most proud of? I mean, for me, definitely turning on athlete mode, (laughs) pushing a human out of
4: me. A moment that I will never forget was in the maternity ward, which is a room that you stay in post delivery to recover and basically you're getting a crash course on parenthood with nurses that are just on, on call. So we were so sleep-deprived and crazed in that it's an even smaller room than the first room, I think, that mm-hmm. we were I- oh, wow. in, and we were there for 48 hours, which we had to stay a little bit longer because of the fever that I had, but we went in there not knowing how to swaddle, not knowing how to change a diaper or hold a baby. I remember being... I had never
3: changed a diaper before. I
4: remember watching you change a diaper, and I was so proud of you <laughs> <laughs> for changing a diaper, and... Day one, I remember when we were, day one of when we were in the maternity ward, our baby was latching. He had seven diaper changes in a day, meaning he was eating well. And we felt like we had it down. Then night came, and that shit went downhill so yeah. fast. Yeah. He was cluster feeding. There was no break for either of us. And we also had to introduce a pacifier, which I didn't want to do so quickly because I wanted to make sure that he latched well first. And I remember at one point it was my shift in the middle of the night and you were sleeping and I remember I was trying to sleep while our baby was sleeping but his binky kept falling out. Every two to five minutes, it would just fall out and he would start crying and I was so tired and you ladies know me, like I fall into deep sleep so fast. So within 30 seconds, I was already in dreamland, dreaming of what I remember was like sand and water, nice breeze on a hot summer day. And then I just hear, wah! (laughs) just imagine you fall asleep and every time you get into deep sleep someone taps you wakes you up Mm. and you have to get up and this happening every five to ten minutes and i would wake up and be like oh my gosh this is my reality this is this is my reality being in this paternity ward with this crying baby and then after an hour passed i just i started crying because i was literally sleeping in fear of this stupid binky falling out of his mouth and him waking up over and over again something I'd never experienced before. And then Philip, I think you heard me sobbing and you woke up and you had jumped right onto your feet and you said, you sleep, I got this, even though you were so sleep deprived too and it was supposed to be my shift. And you ended up carrying him for an hour and he fell asleep in your arms for that hour while I slept. And when I woke up, I was just so thankful for you so so thankful to have you by my side and i'll never forget you reached out to me and you were just like teamwork we got this and i just felt very proud of us in that moment like we were doing the the mom and dad thing which is really really hard to do and it just felt nice to have a really good teammate by my side
3: i don't remember that yet, <laughs> but i'm glad that my past self said that and that sounds like something I would have said at that moment, but no, I, I, I I do. Yeah. The maternity ward was basically us getting a reality check of like, Oh, the beautiful moment of the birthing process. Wow, my God, you did it. And now, okay, this is just the rest of your life. You're going to have to be worrying about a pacifier falling out every five minutes. You're going to have to be dealing with all the crying and stuff. But, um, yeah, that was, that was definitely the hardest part of, I think the entire process, but walking out of that basically as new people, um, and yeah, we we learned like better techniques. We learned that we were teammates. I think yeah, that was a very proud moment. Coming leaving the hospital was was very 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 proud. Mm. Yeah, and I get and I think like just speaking as a dude, um, you know, just my appreciation for my own mother, mm. all the mothers out there, single mothers especially. Like mm. you know, like Helen talking about teamwork, and I, I just mm-hmm. can't imagine. Um, myself not being part of this and um, so just I just have this different awareness for what a lot of women go through the fact that we were able to have a healthy baby at all was something that I felt like immense gratitude that never left my, my mind of just how lucky we were so um, we're just really really grateful that uh, we made it we made it through and we're still here and um, yeah thanks for letting us share our story with you guys
2: yeah Aww. Thanks, everyone. Um, I do want to say, you know, uh, thank you both for sharing your story. I feel like, you know, as your friends, like, we got the – I was just waiting by my, my phone to hear anything, but I understand you guys are going through so much. Like, I, I know Phil will be like – he'll send, like, one off just to, just to update us. But like, hey, we're doing fine, but we're in the maternity ward. It's it's insane in here. And I, I'm like, okay. And now to able like, to hear what you guys are going through, like, really, like, yeah. put things into context. And, like, now when, like, you're a baby, I think of just, like – it's a different experience looking at the baby now, and I'm really happy – he has his episode to, like, reflect on oh. and to listen to when that day comes, when he's ready to hear his birthing story. Well, you know, I agree. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah I,
3: think- I can't believe this is four months ago. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, weird, it's weird to be, like, kind of going back on, on this. But, yeah, it was fun. Yeah.
4: Thank you for letting us share our story here. And we have a lot more New parent stuff. If anyone wants to hear more about this, too, let us know. We have a lot. But we don't know if, you know, you as an audience want to hear all the details, as detailed as this episode was. So, yes, let us know.
1: Yes, once again, thank you both so much for sharing your story. Um, thank you uh, for giving us baby wooing. We adore him. Um, and if you have any other questions for Helen, you can leave them in the comments.
3: Welcome back, Helen, to ABG. Yeah, welcome uh... back.
2: If you'd like to send a shout out to a friend, check out our link tree and our link in bio and click on shout outs. And last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all her magic on our episodes, including this
1: one. Uh, And with that, we will catch you all on the next episode.
3: Bye.